0: This weekend, already thinking about this Friday and Saturday, we get an event in the city. I think I mentioned this when I was invited a number of weeks ago. There's something called uh, IBS, the intercollegiate, <laughs> not not bowel syndrome. <laughs> oh, okay. That is also called IBS, That's true. <laughs> and maybe somebody should mention it to these people. Maybe. The name of the group is IBS, the intercollegiate broadcasting school or system or something like okay. that. Okay. I think it's system. Yeah. And the idea is that they invite professionals to come in and talk to people that are either in broadcasting school or getting a communications degree sure. or a media marketing degree. You know, people want to be in advertising, all that sort of stuff. And they have people from television and radio, and now they get the podcasting people and all those sort of things coming to an event. And I was asked to be on a panel mm-hmm. uh, for this event. And this is specifically, this panel is for kids that want to be radio DJs or
1: yeah.
0: uh, you know, sportscasters, all that kind of Something stuff. Something in the radio And yeah, talk about what it's like to create every day and put it on the radio. Yes. Uh, Or television. I think we got a television guy, too, or one of the satellite people. So I said, sure, that'd be great. Now, listen, there—you most people would not be aware of this, but there are all kinds of conventions all the time. Some of them are put on by trade publications, some of them by the record labels, yes. the music and radio businesses, all kinds of conventions. I never get invited to <laughs> anything, ever. <laughs> and there's a whole group of people that get invited to every one of these, and they just all yuck it up together, and that's what right. it is. And you got to pay an exorbitant amount of money to attend these conventions right. versus The hotel that the thing is happening, and they jack the rate. I imagine Very it's expensive. the same if you're an insurance agent and you go to a oh, convention yeah. with other insurance Yes. And I kind of get annoyed by this because I've been at this a long time, and I think I do have something to say, but I never get invited. So I was very pleased. I was very gratified that they asked me to come to this thing. Yes. Well, I sent a note to the guy because he was following up. He said, "Uh, are you good uh, just confirming your appearance in... Three Uh weeks, whatever it was. I said, yes. By the way, I I need a, because he was nice enough to waive the fee, because I'm speaking. Well,
1: right. I said, I
0: I really, I hate to impose, but I need a badge for Rochelle, my wife and my on-air co-host. You know, it was also a radio person. She'd like to come and she'd like to see the panel. panel, And, you know, she might want to poke around and meet some other people, blah, blah, blah. He said, not a problem. That'd be great. Look forward to meeting you both. Mm -hmm. Okay. And out of nowhere, Rochelle gets a note from a friend of hers, who's also a radio person. Yeah. And says, hey, I'm going to come to that uh, conference in New York the weekend of the 25th, 24th. (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing you and Robbie on the panel about doing a morning radio show. Yes. Huh? So I went and looked, and sure enough, now you've been at as a speaker, so you swooped in. Okay. I never get invited to do anything, <laughs> and now this is not me offering my wisdom 30 uh-huh. years in this business. Now, now I have to go up there with you, and you know what's going to happen? They're all going to love you. Everybody's okay. going to want to meet you afterwards. You're going to charm everybody, and I'm going to be sitting there. So now I don't even want to do it. Okay? First of all,
1: that's bull crap. Because I did not. not swoop in. I did not ask to be on the panel. I do not want to be on the panel. It doesn't
0: matter. That's how much people like you no, and how much people want to be around you.
1: I think that whatever you emailed this guy was misunderstood. And he took it to me. I said
0: specifically, you ready for this? I have it right here. I have the email open on my computer right now. <laughs> it says Rochelle would like to attend and observe the conference.
1: I don't know what to say because I didn't swoop in. I didn't ask for this. I didn't even know it was happening until the stranger emailed me and said, "I'm going to come meet you," <laughs> which is fine. It's I, that's fine. But I did not ask to do this, and I did not. I'm not trying to steal your thunder. Well, you should be up there with
0: me. So if someone, I uh, don't want
1: to be up there with you. I need to get out of this. It's this not what I want to do. Anybody
0: says anything, won't have to l- jump up on stage and slap him across the face <laughs> like Will Smith. <laughs> get my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> Very stressful, though. Very stressful. I feel usurped. <laughs> Joe, you ever get asked to do these things? Sit in these panels? Yeah, yeah once in a while. Back in the day. Not anymore. I haven't Nobody done one cares. of these. Maybe <laughs> never. Nobody cares
2: what I have to say No, anymore.
0: that's not true. That's not true, But We'd probably get you in there just accepting anybody, I guess. I thought I was what? special. Well,
2: that's rude.
0: <laughs> I thought I was special.
2: Nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I don't want to I- do it, so
1: I just don't know why you feel... I, I think the guy just misunderstood you. Assumed that you said I was your on air partner and thought, oh okay, we'll have both of them. Because I don't believe want me, to if do we'd
0: we gotten there and there was no badge for you to get in, it would have been a whole thing. So no, I just,
1: when I'm in New York City. I'm going to go shopping. Bye. I was trying to have fun to be, on your freaking panel. See you later. <laughs> well, I thought
0: you'd be excited to support me. But
1: I mean, well, then you made a big stink about it, so I don't know.
0: I, I think you should just do this yourself because everybody just. I don't want right. to you do it. Have no. you I came in late. What is this panel? There's a, it's the Broadcasters Association thing, oh, this okay. and it's Sorry. for kids that want to be in. goobers. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Radio goober. So, There's TV so. people there too. You know who's going to be there? Lonnie Quinn so. from Channel Two is going to be there. These are the Rochelle. kind of people we're talking. Rochelle, about. Yes, you don't want to be any part of this.
1: I don't want to. That's. I mean, no. I would never. I would never go to one of these things. Do one of these. I hate going on stage. Anytime we have to do a stage announcement, I'm like, just let me say, "Are you guys ready?" And that's all I want to say. I don't want to hype. I'm not. I, that's not who I am. I I talk in front of a microphone <laughs> in an empty room. That's who I am. So this is not my thing. I don't
2: want to do it. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be a bunch about uh, 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 around a bunch of radio goobers with a, with badges. On? No, you don't want to do that.
1: I want to go shopping on Fifth Avenue. I'll see you later.
0: Well, now with my credit card. Oh my god, this is a this is a pro bono event. Okay.
1: Well, I I didn't swoop in, so stop saying that. Mm-hmm. Just stop.
0: That's how
2: I feel. Listen, okay. there is nothing worse. I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to say nothing worse. But it, it, how do I say this gently? Oh, <laughs> the the people, many, not all, many <laughs> of the people in our business uh, are uh, quite dumb. Goobers, odd, yeah, they're odd, odd, and That's they're, and, they're and and they're and they're goobers, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know they will come up to you and say, "Hi, I'm Bill Smith from from uh, 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 the pickle in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. yeah," and you know, and how, how are you? Oh, I remember <laughs> that station. It was it was wasn't that ninety seven point three, and and then it changed formats four times. And you're like, who the heck cares about any of this stuff? <laughs> and, 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 and and it's just and they, and they, and these same people, the same people that love badges, yeah. So they have the badges, with their name tags, or 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 their credentials.
0: <laughs> And it just, just look at him like,
2: oh, geez, get me away from these
0: people. Yes. <laughs> yes. And what do I want? I want to be part of it. I want to be included in this group. Well, I'm you're a- one of those people. No, I'm really not one of those people, Joe. Oh, come yeah. on. Oh, you you be the leader. No way, Jose. I'm not like that.
1: I come for the drink ticket, <laughs> the hors d'oeuvres, yeah, right, and then exactly. I like to leave.
0: And for the record, this is there is a station in Pittsburgh called the pickle. And I know you oh, I know just, there is. That's there where I used it. There is a station called the Pickle. And the Joe only proves reason I know his that.
2: point. <laughs> well, the only reason I know that is because a friend of ours radio show was on there and I always ask him, You still on the pickle? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll run into somebody from the pickle and we'll have a nice drink together. Yeah, right outside of Pittsburgh. It's, yeah, pay eighteen dollars a drink on the, the in yeah. New York. Exactly. City. We'll do a little exactly. Facebook
0: live. I'm here with my buddy from the pickle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's exactly it. Hey, you're exactly right. Oh, oh man. So poor Rochelle. What'd you get her into?
0: I know. I, I didn't just, get her into anything. She got herself uh, into this. I,
1: I didn't even know about it.
0: Nobody cares about any of this. We should oh. just move on. It's fine. It's my problem. It is your problem. I'll be fine.
2: I'm surprised you even want to do this because you don't like being around people
0: you don't know. No, he likes being on
1: stage, though, Joe. When he's Uh, the center of attention and the spotlight's on him, that's. And I also,
0: I do know the people that I'm on the stage with, so I'm comfortable with them. Yeah. um, He'll yes. be
1: fine. He likes being the center of the attention as long as no one
2: talks to him <laughs> after. That's yeah. I'll yeah. be out of there the minute this thing is over. No right, exactly. And then they're going to say, "Man, that Robbie, what's wrong with him?" And yeah. they're working not the talk to anybody. We're
0: not going to let him work at the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> no pickle on his resume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It does seem as though the week takes even longer to get through mm-hmm. when you have a Monday off or a Monday and Tuesday off like we did. And, and thank you. how that happens. Thank you yeah. to Ross, by the way, for being in for the past uh, couple of days. It's always fun to hear uh, you and Ross together, Joe. Yeah, just like 40 years ago. <laughs> you guys go <laughs> way, way back. So. And, of course, I was uh, listening to... Uh. Uh, you know, the app thing just to check it out, and I was chuckling because they were talking about uh, Joe said he had scammed. He gets the telemarketers. And they were talking about every that day. And <laughs> he said he messes with them every day. Oh, with
1: the telemarketers. Yeah, yeah. I, I like remember to do one, that
2: time, too. one time. One uh, time they were telling on the radio. Some guy called up uh, one of the guys on the old morning show.
0: Yeah.
2: And you know he said hello. My name is Todd or uh, Bob, whatever. Right. <laughs> and, and and Todd said your name's not bob <laughs> yeah
0: not. probably was not it's not they give them names uh, to use right yeah well sure uh, it, was, it was pretty funny <laughs> all right joe you ready for this so we're traveling right <laughs> I, I don't even know where to begin because we had so well, many what did you do well i got into a little bit of an altercation out at the uh detroit Shocking. airport yeah now we were out in uh, michigan because uh we we're visiting <laughs> the step kids visiting my stepkids. i love this side <laughs> Well, Rochelle was mad at me for a good half an hour because I made a bit of a scene in the TSA line. And listen, I don't want to be, and I try not to be that guy that yes, causes... Yes, you do. see. No, I don't. <laughs> but if it was a little ridiculous... I insist on leaving my belt and my shoes on, and I don't know if people know this, but they tell you to take them off, but you don't have to take them off. As yes, long as you're... you do. No, you I don't. don't. Know
1: where you got this? You just make up your own rules. No,
0: I'm not making up my own rules. They don't <laughs> force you to do it. All they tell you is, listen, if you set the thing off, we're going to have to pat you down, and that would be fine. My belt wasn't a problem. My shoes weren't the problem. I get through the, you know, Joe, the, you know, the thing where they have to put your hands in the air and you get a, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I come out of that yeah. thing, and I can see the little screen that's right next to it, and the it, there's this big orange look like a tornado right on my my business right Mm -hmm. in that spot because you
1: have a belt on that has a metal hook on it that's why they tell you my belt is
0: above my waist not below this is right right between my legs there's just i swear to god right so the (laughs) guy the guy comes over and says we're gonna have to do a over the clothes cavity search Mm -hmm. and he said you got to take your belt off i'm like i don't i'm not taking my belt well so he took my belt off for me and then they bend you over and without dropping my drawers he's patting down all my business And I said, no, do it in front of everybody. I don't want to go. He said, you want to go into one of the little rooms? I said, no, I I do not. (laughs) And then I had a big rant as we were walking away about how it was all... Theater and ridiculous. He huffed and, that,
1: and puffed all the way to gate A17. There's absolutely no security that involves
0: me having my fanny patted down by some guy in a blue shirt. It was just ridiculous. Mm. That's part
1: of going to the airport. I don't know why you insist on making things more difficult for yourself. Just to, You don't have TSA pre, so just take off your shoes and your belt. It does not, you know I don't know why. Because it's the principle of it. That's why. It, no, it's not. These are the rules of the airport. Well, if I you're going to fly, that's what you have to do. I don't know why you make it more difficult. For yourself. Yeah. You really do by trying to be defiant. They take off your shoes and your belt. It's not, you are that guy. All right, fine. You're let's, that guy.
0: let's move on from that then, Joe. We get on the plane and we must have oh hit some gosh. of the turbulence, some of the uh, atmospheric oh. uh, business going on with those tornadoes as we're getting into right, right, Newark right. yesterday because we're flying right. into Newark Airport. We're about. 10 minutes before we're supposed to land joe my my drink went flying the guy next to me dropped his book on the i mean it was bouncing like I a roller coaster out
1: of my seat i oh, went up man. and the guy next to me because i don't robbie and i don't sit next to each other if you don't know this robbie sits in first class <laughs> and i sit in the back because that's what we do uh-huh. but the guy next to me screamed like a little girl so then i'm freaking out i mean it was very it was the worst turbulence i've ever felt ever it was what time cancer. was this
0: Oh, right right before those
2: tornadoes. It was like yeah. four yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. It was Bingo! So yep. scary. That's, and, and you were ten minutes out of the airport?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yep. yeah so you we, flew we right through it. And yeah, it right, just right. right. So <sighs> it was a it was a great day, let me tell you. Good times.
1: Good times. <laughs> yeah.
0: Happy to be sitting in this seat, let me tell you. Isn't it nice to have me back? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Prima donna that I am. I
2: just I, I just I never knew that you don't have to take your belt off and yes, your shoes you off. I, I, I think I, you do. As I, long as you're I willing to be patted down,
0: you know.
1: Yes. Right, just comply. Like, why? Why make it worse for
2: yourself? And that's a fair point, I suppose. Just make yeah. it worse for myself. Plus, I'm a good American, and oh. I, you know, f- and I follow the rules and do. Uh, <laughs> right. In fact, I think I'm a great American. Robbie <laughs> <Right>. clearly isn't, <laughs> no. you know. I mean. So,
0: yeah, I'm going to be deported to Sweden any day now. <laughs> 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 right now, it's time for pre-coffee thoughts. <clears throat> Little Wednesday morning tradition. People seem to love this. Yeah. Everybody uh, goes around the room and writes down just a couple of. Ideas, first thing comes to my little stream of consciousness. It's both fun to hear some of these and to try and discern, to guess from whom of which these ideas came from. Pre-coffee thoughts. Mm-hmm. Spiders are the only web developers that are happy to find bugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little IT joke.
1: <laughs> okay, that's funny. The pool
0: on the Titanic still has water in it.
1: Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Too soon. Right? That's horrible. Wasn't it
0: February 1912? April. April. I was going to say, we must be coming to the uh, anniversary pretty yes. soon. Neo, you know, Neo from The Matrix? The Matrix, yeah. Chose an unknown drug from someone <laughs> he met online after being held at gunpoint. Great decision. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I didn't really think about The Matrix that deeply when I saw it, yeah, but I suppose that is true. That's true, yeah. Even when we're alone at a king-size bed, most people still prefer to sleep on one side only. Not this guy. I spread out like a... Do you? Stretch Armstrong.
1: Do you really? Do oh, you yeah. get like in the middle of the bed?
0: Well, like, like I said, we were traveling uh, over mm-hmm. the past couple of days, and uh, my little buddy uh, Grayson, who's almost seven, he had a little tummy issue. I'm feeling good. So, middle of the night, he does the, mom, 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 and so you said, let me just sleep in there so he's not waking us up all night long. So, I got the whole bed to myself. Oh, yeah. Stretched yeah. out. Stretched out like silly putty. Love See,
1: it. I don't. I, I stay in my little corner. I huddle. I get my <laughs> my blanket around. I'm cocooned, and yeah. I, don't, I don't move. It doesn't matter if anyone's in the bed or not. No,
0: you do look cozy, and- as usual, you're probably doing it right now. I'm not.
1: But. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I get wanting to spread out. I just don't. I wish I could. It's not comfortable.
0: How about this? Boiling water can soften raw potatoes, but harden mm. raw eggs.
1: Oh, that's interesting. What, is
0: Bobby Flay here? Like, what is that?
1: That's interesting. It's true,
0: I suppose. It is but true. But that's a very never
1: thought about it, but that know is
0: true. I was thinking about potatoes and eggs this time of the morning. <laughs> Professional hand models can't own cats. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Even that's if your cat true. loves you,
0: he's going to tear up your yeah, hand. Yeah, you can't. Robot voices don't sound like robots anymore.
1: Oh, that's so scary. So
0: true. AI, baby. It's
1: very creepy.
0: All people probably pull down their underwear at work at some point. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Well, Most of us are only four awards away from achieving EGOT status. So there's a little Wednesday there motivation. You go. You're just four awards that's away it. from being an EGOT. You're almost like Oprah. Botox Oprah doesn't have an EGOT, does she? I does think she, she doesn't, have an EGOT? I'm sure she, she's Oprah. Oh, okay. She's got an Oprah for the, you know. <laughs> Botox doesn't make you look younger. It just makes you look like you got Botox. Lies. Lies. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. We do this every morning right around 6, 20, 8, 35. I like doing it uh, every morning because it's a good way to see what's going on around town. Mm-hmm. Local organizations, community groups, businesses, charities, putting on fun events. And we like to share them right here so we all feel connected. Isn't that what the world needs this yes. day? It's feeling a little more connected. It's true. If you have one you'd like us to share, we'll both get it up for you at 1071theboss.com. Station events, community events. You can message us right there. You're going to get us on our Facebook page. Just send a direct message or text it to us. Boss Text Connect is 732 774 44 International Polar Bear Day going on Saturday, 10 to 5. Jenks Boardwalk. Come and learn about polar bears. Mm-hmm. It'll be uh, educational displays, activities, crafts, and a visit from the polar bear mascot, Gus.
1: Oh, that's fine. I didn't
0: realize Jenks had yeah. a polar bear mascot named Gus, but they do. He's very cute. They wouldn't make that up. <laughs> Jenkinson's.com for all the info. When I saw polar bear, I thought it was going to be another thing where you get those dumb fat guys jumping in the ocean. But this is actually about... think that about...
1: is happening this weekend, too. There's uh, a polar bear plunge. Of
0: course there is. <laughs> Just write a check, Jim. Write yes. a check. Yes. But it would be fun to learn about actual polar bears.
1: Absolutely. I worry
0: about them with all this climate business because they're cute. Up there I drinking know. Coca-Cola, sitting on an iceberg?
1: I don't think that's exactly what they're doing. No. but
0: All right. Hold on to your wigs and keys. Listen to this. Fun Bags Cornhole Lounge in Tom's River. <laughs> Man, whoever came, up <laughs> with so whoever came up with that name is a genius. <laughs> they're hosting Throwing for a Cure. That goes on Saturday, 2 to 4. Join a tournament or uh, open free play is available. All the proceeds support Leukemia and Lymphoma Society oh. of New Jersey. FunBagsCornhole.com <laughs> for all the details. Somebody's a bit of a wiseacre. It's
1: so great great. All right,
0: Boss is on the move. Tomorrow night, Joe Nolan's Night of Music, starring Savage Dooling Pianos and comedian Rich Meyer. It's going on up in Westfield at Ferraro's Restaurant, 6 o'clock. This is a benefit for Joe's mom's, his late mom's foundation, the Maureen Nolan Foundation. It's a scholarship fund for Catholic high school students. Tickets, food, dessert. Uh, there'll be basket auctions, a pair of Bruce Springsteen tickets
1: Ooh. for the Prue
0: in April. M. mnolanfoundation.org to get your tickets and info. Uh, Robbie, Rochelle, Joe, the whole gang. Boss Rody's all going to be out there. Again, that's it uh, for hours of Westfield tomorrow night. And then on Sunday, we'll see Tom Cunningham for another Sunday brunch. Speaking of uh, Springsteen, he's going to be back at Bar A 9 o'clock. Doors open at 8, Lake Como. Uh, for a Springsteen on Sunday broadcast, and lots of prizes to win there, too. And there you go, a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the community bulletin board. And over to the celebrity hotline from your world champion Kansas City Chief. Sorry, Eagles fans. Here he is, 21-year-old superstar hotshot George Karloftis. Good morning, George. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Well, congratulations, man. This has got to be just the greatest week of your life so far. How you feeling? Yes, great. I feel pretty good. pretty good. I'm sure. I mean, listen, even if the Chiefs had had a terrible season, think about this. I mean, you're a first round draft pick, you're in the NFL, you're twenty one years old, you're making your dreams come true, and then this, just the icing on the cake. I'm so happy for you. I don't even know you and I'm happy for you, George. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. it. It must feel like you know, kinda like a, a fairy tale, right? That you know, right out of Purdue and here you are playing in the NFL. I mean what what is that what is that like in your head to I mean, I'm sure you imagine as a boy that you would do this. What is it like to see this actually happening? Yeah. It the like a fairy Doesn't doesn't quite feel real. Indescribable feelings, indescribable. You know the, the the way that the way that I'm that I'm feeling. It's almost like you're on top of the world. You know, so it feels great. Sure. Tell me about uh, your first meeting with uh, Coach Reed and meeting your QB uh, Patrick Mahomes. Tell me about meeting the team and and the coaches and and becoming a part of the organization. Yeah, I mean it was great. Uh, <laughs> you know, being being a part of such a, a high cost organization. He's, you know, great, great people here. You know, it meant the world. You know, they just they take you in like family. You know, for me that was huge. Uh, you know, it's all, it's all working towards one common goal: that's to win the Super Bowl, and that's all that matters. Now, you grew up, uh, you were, or at least you were born in Greece, and now I assume you've moved to Kansas City. Is there any culture shock there <laughs> moving to the Midwest? Yeah, huge, huge. The culture shock is huge. You know, I moved from uh, from Athens, Greece, to Indiana. And that was a that was a huge change for me. Uh, you know. It's, Used to it by now, though. Yeah. Well, I imagine there's some good uh, barbecue in Kansas City, but I don't know if they've got any good Greek food. I'm not. I've never been to Kansas City. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Let's talk about the big game. Uh, can you tell me the moment? Because I tell you what, there are a lot of people. in uh, the first half, thought the Eagles were going to run away with this thing. Was there a moment in the game when you're there, or you're on the field, or wherever you were, where you say, you know what, I think this is going to happen. We're going to win this thing. I think that last drive. Where, Return that that they had you know that was that was huge you know for us You were know, like okay cool. I think we're gonna win you know, right after that happened you know uh, yeah is there extra adrenaline is there extra nerves uh, when you know you're on a stage like that you know not only the pressure of winning the game but all the people the extra people watching more so than a regular Sunday game or something or or it's just you do your job and you don't even think about that kind of thing I think it's the latter I think you do your job you don't worry about it you know I it's the biggest game ever. Uh, you know, you really do it for your teammates, you know. So if you you feel under the pressure, it's not from the public or the media or whoever the case may be. It's, you know, to pressure to do right by your teammates, just like just like every other game, you know, to, to make those guys proud to Sure. Rochelle, you had a question, I think?
1: I actually have a question about your personal life,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> if
1: that's okay. You and your girlfriend have been together. Yeah. You're high school sweethearts. That's so amazing. You guys have made it through high school. You went to college together. I read that she had a terrible accent. She stuck by your side. Now you're a Super Bowl championship. Is there a ring in the future? Oh, boy.
2: Uh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a personal question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, you know, you kind of got to see how things go. Okay. And,
1: uh, All right
0: winning a Super Bowl I, I,
1: I love her very much uh, you know it's, it's, yeah, it's, maybe it's, you let uh, her wear your Super Bowl you know. ring around the house every once in a while <laughs>
0: oh boy <laughs> yeah right <laughs> George, you have to understand that Rochelle's a mom, and this is what moms do: is they want to know you're getting married or are you having a baby. This is all they care about. That's Let's all they want. What's going ever ask. on? You know what I mean? I'm trying to ask this man about the Super Bowl, and you're asking a guy about his girlfriend. Cut <laughs> no, it out! It's
1: so sweet that they've been together for so long. It is. It's very rare to have a high school sweetheart couple that have gone through all of these things together. And I mean, you guys are still so young, but you have such a developed relationship. I love that.
0: Yeah, well, that that is a beautiful thing. Exactly. Well, there you go. He doesn't want to talk about this, right
1: All right, all right.
2: Yeah, it's, been, it's been awesome having you by my
0: side. No doubt. Uh, before I let you run, I got to ask you this. Uh, I have a, a Facebook friend, uh, Lee Steinberg, who I believe is the agent for uh, for Patrick Mahomes, and he w- he was the guy that they based Jerry Maguire on. And part of you had a chance to meet him when you're running around with the team. I have not. No. I understand. Yeah, I saw pictures of him at the game. Um, anyway, I just thought <laughs> I'd mention that. Show me the money. Uh, you know, just you don't you don't really get to meet too many agents unless they recruited you or, or your own you know that's kind of how things go uh and he you know he didn't really recruit me from, from my knowledge at least you know and I, and I have my own agent so that's us sure I was just curious if we had a mutual Facebook friend uh, <laughs> in common well anyway listen it's great talking to you Cong- <laughs> congratulations again and uh, George thanks for making some time for us I hope you have a great year next year too thanks I appreciate it that's a fine young man right there very impressive for 21 years old huh yep $12 million in the pocket, 21 years yep. old. Just incredible. Amazing. George uh, Yeah. That's like, uh, that's when Joe used to make the Channel 7 money. $12 million. Not even close. (laughs) Now, let me mention this. I I know I was going on and we've started getting text messages because I said that you do not have to take off your belt or your shoes when you go through security at the airport. Now, they may pat you down if you don't, but you don't have to. Uh, I've had some people disagree with me on that, and that's beside the point. Rochelle also had an altercation in the TSA line because she tried to bring an unopened canister container of hummus And they confiscated it. And again, I thought that was ridiculous because hummus is not a liquid. Yes. It's ground, uh, what what are they? Uh, Beans, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's chickpeas. Chickpeas. To be fair, I only had the hummus because, why did I have the hummus in my bag?
0: Well, because we didn't finish because it. Because
1: you would not let me leave it and throw it away. Because it, t- it was
0: unopened; it was brand new, and we bought it while we were out there at the hotel. <laughs> it so was I thought the whole
1: thing, Joe. Let me tell
0: you. So I said, "Well, just bring it."
1: I said, "I don't think it's going to get through." I did. I did Google that you could bring it through, but it was nine ounces, not three.
0: I mean, how so ridiculous is that? I mean, just what are you going to do? And it wasn't um- an
1: altercation. He said, "You can't have this." I said, "Okay, pitch it. Have a good day," and I walked <laughs> away. Like
0: what a kerpluffle. <laughs> what a disaster! <laughs> you know? This is why I travel alone. <laughs> It happens when you bring me a
2: uh Rochelle, I can't even imagine. It's, it was a lot. It was a okay. What a, I mean, you're causing all kinds of problems. You know, you're the guy, you know what it is when you're on that line, which <laughs> they're they're insufferable. They're horrible. They are, lines. yes. But that's necessary. It's part of, you know, what it life is, is now. And I agree with that. I do agree and with you, that. And you get online and there's always that one guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's up there? Who doesn't? Who doesn't take his computer out of his bag, or doesn't take his belt off, or doesn't do this? Doesn't, it slows the whole line up. And there's always one person in the line who's running late and has to get there. Yep. And I, I always feel bad
0: for that
1: person. I know you do. Who's running late. It's but, tough. You know.
0: I got a feeling if we ever needed to go to Disney or something to do the show, you wouldn't come because you wouldn't want to oh. travel with me. Oh no, no. I, I'd go, but I wouldn't travel. He with would You
2: would travel. I go with Rochelle, Rochelle, and I. Yeah, would...
1: me and Joe will go. It'll be great. <laughs> right. You can drive. I'll put her up
2: in first class and make you sit in the back of the I, airplane. I won't do it. I won't get on the plane. I, I don't fit in no seats. I can't do it. I know. Yeah, I know.
0: I
1: know. It's okay. I, I, know. I really don't mind. It's fine. That like that that doesn't bother me. But it, so
0: let's just let, let's just recap you know. here. I got probed in the fanny, and we lost a five dollar canister of Sabra hummus. I mean, it was a terrible day in the TSA line. I have every right to be upset about this.
2: Well, you just again, there are rules for for everybody's safety.
0: I don't understand how hummus is making everybody unsafe. That's it's not.
2: I mean, it's what if it wasn't not, hummus, if it point. was something else. It's yeah, it, right. That, it was That's the point.
1: It, you just, you're not supposed to bring it. It's okay. And I, I'm i like, let's just pitch it. You're like, oh, we'll just try. Just throw it in your bag. Either <laughs> way, we're going to throw it away. And then we get there and I was like, they threw it away. He was like, oh, I can't believe it. I took it. I'm like, why do you care? It was,
0: well, it was- if only I was 21 years old with $12 million in the bank. Yeah. I got my own plane. <laughs> oh, gosh. Nah, it's not enough. $12 million is not enough yeah, for your own play. You're probably right. He hasn't reached that yeah. level yet. No. Yeah, no. he's now. He's he's in first class. <laughs> well, listen, I'm friends with the guy that they based Jerry Maguire on on Facebook, yeah. so I got that going
2: for me. Yeah, that's pretty funny. All right. Does he ignore you, too, like the other guy your friends on Facebook oh,
0: with? What's shut, his name? Shut up, Joe. i sorry. Okay. All right. 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on a free Boss app. Just uh, reading Rochelle's review and the review we got from the uh, we did an Airbnb this weekend. We We're yes. traveling. I just I've been mentioning it since we started. It was just kerfluffle. It was just a hassle. Incident yeah. after incident. And you're right. It's probably because I'm with you, right? That I cause all these problems.
1: Well, I'm just well, a lot
0: of it. I'm sorry.
1: I'm saying I'm just much more easygoing about most things, just because that's my personality. Yeah. I just kind of let it roll, and especially when we're with the kids, like my focus is. The kids and just how to, you know, oh, make I, sure know. Every- I, am, I
0: am on my own. Let me be clear. No question. Okay.
1: You're such a baby. You're not on your own. <laughs> hey, but, everybody I
0: mean, forgets about poor Robbie.
1: Also, you're an adult and their well. children. So it just, I just want to make sure they are comfortable before I make sure I myself is comfortable. And that's just mm-hmm. what it is. That's mm-hmm. just part of being a parent. So mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. everybody agrees with this, except for me. I should be the focus of attention because okay. I'm the one that needs the most. I mean, they're fine. Well, they get their little pads. But listen, you are not easygoing. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to read this. This is this is real. <laughs> the uh, r- the realty company that we uh, got this uh, airbnb for i had nothing to do with it rochelle picked it out they said that rochelle very nice guest communication was good she informed us of everything we needed during her stay thank you we highly recommend hosting rochelle this is on the airbnb site so they gave you uh-oh five stars
1: well i also want to mention that they charged a cleaning fee and i cleaned the place before we left i did the dishes i threw the laundry True. in i'm very True. tidy very aware that this is a home that someone else is going to be in so now, i'm going
0: to yes. i'm going to paraphrase your review and you gave them a <laughs> 4.5? Is that right? It was 4.56. 4. Is that the no, overall rating for the overall place?
1: overall rating. I gave them a 3.5.
0: I see. So Richard, oh. Yeah. Rochelle says, this home is more pretty than practical. True. Kind of like me. <laughs> well. She acknowledges that the... Uh, Beds were comfortable. Owners responsive. It's in a good location. She says, "But and here's the uh, there's an, a bold and underlined heading." Here. I started
1: with the positives, though, to be fair. Yeah, you
0: did. You say, I started
1: with the positives.
0: Here's the issues we faced. Check in was at four p.m. Four oh eight p.m. We receive a message saying that the cleaners needed more time, would not be ready till six thirty. We were given a late checkout. But after rearranging our plans, we get to the building almost eight o'clock at night to find the cleaners still there. It takes another hour, 840, before we finally get into the unit And with two young children, make that three if you include me, mm-hmm. this was absolutely awful. The home was nice, but the couch and kitchen table, very unsturdy. And I agree with everything you said. And they had said.
1: one little tiny pan in there. I mean, there were some things that were not. And and I think I was very fair with my assessment of the home.
0: Be that as it may, see, I feel funny leaving a negative review. I feel no. like somehow, uh, you know, they'll be upset with us and it'll make it more difficult for us to rent a place in the future. Joe, what would you do in this situation? Do you leave a review like that? No. Yeah, see, I wouldn't. I feel funny that you did this.
1: You have to because when you're looking at these homes that you're going to bring your family into to stay, you want to mm-hmm. know exactly what to expect. Because yeah. I, I am someone who reads these reviews. I want to know what's wrong. I want to yep. know what happened to you. What your experience was. These are not cheap places to stay. No. So if I'm going to pay a lot of money and I'm going to bring my three children. <laughs> you included i need to know what to expect and what could go wrong so that i can anticipate what i have to do to make things more comfortable for everybody else because that's who i am that's you didn't mention that
0: the uh, shower wasn't very hot you could have thrown that in there if you're going to do you this you know
1: i that's it it, it, we're, it was a condo building you can't i mean that wasn't that's their that fault. wasn't no. their fault they didn't do no. there's nothing they can do about that But, you know, the stains on the carpet, only having one pan available, getting us checked in almost five hours past when we're supposed to check in. That's (laughs) That's not. And beyond that, Joe, the cleaners told us, they said, well, we weren't called until three. So that's why we're still here because we didn't get here until four, which is when our check-in was supposed to be, was at four. That was the owner's fault. That's something that people should know. I was not rude about it. No, you weren't rude. I I was not rude.
0: I just... I don't know why. I have no problem yelling back at the TSA guy, but with, when it comes to this sort of a thing, writing review, I feel like somehow it's going to come back in a negative, negative way on us. You know, but
2: no, I probably mean, not. They but need You to, know, I mean, they yeah, left me
1: a positive review already.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Once the positive review is in, then he, then he can fire them. <laughs> You want to really have some fun today? Pick one of the uh, and listen. We all know where they are. I don't have to name them. There's a couple right here around Boss HQ and in, uh, in oh, Neptune. Yes. Just pick some roadside motel and then do a little Google search <laughs> and read the reviews. It'll make oh, your day. They're great, they're great. <laughs> they're so fun. This place is crawling with bed bugs. Ah, well, it costs fourteen dollars a night, sir. What the hell did you expect was going to happen? Exactly. It's, it's a roadside motel next to a strip club in Neptune. Of That's course, great. of course, okay. it's going to be terrible. But. <laughs> <laughs> of course uh, of course it's gonna be terrible there's, with hourly I, rates right i paid yeah. 14 dollars, and there was no cable tv well of course <laughs> <sighs>
1: however if the sign says there's cable tv and there's no cable tv you can leave that in your review. i
0: swear to god there's a place uh <laughs> it might not be neptune it might be over the line but there is a place it has a sign it says color television and air conditioning wow <laughs> Amazing. Well, Amazing. You know how old that sign probably Well, take right. the damn sign down, Joe. Haven't.
2: You know, put a new one up. Come on. <laughs> see, I love that stuff. When you see things like that, you just think, oh, man, this is from the 50s. How cool is this?
0: Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. the sheets haven't been changed since the 50s either. <laughs> <laughs> Read those reviews. It'll make your day. Ooh. It'll make your day. They are. They're fine. Uh, I've been uh, checking the news. Uh, quite a bit over the past couple of days here. And and listen, uh, this has nothing to do with politics, but I was so sad to read that... uh Pre- former President Jimmy Carter has gone into uh, hospice, hospice care. Yeah. Now he is—he uh, had a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. Amazingly, like 92 years old a few years ago, and has survived it up to this point. He is 99 later this year. He's already the oldest. Uh, he's lived longer than any other person who's ever served as president. And wow. I listen. I understand people say that he wasn't the greatest president in the world, but no scandal. No one's ever that's true. No one's ever said this a bad guy or right. you know, anything like that. So right. It just breaks your heart because he seems like a really great guy.
1: Well, 99 is a great run, though. It is that's, a great that's, run. That's. I mean, what more can you ask for? That's that's one, and his wife is still by his side. And yeah, I mean, but they've
0: been married like seventy years, yes. which is amazing. Yes, and you see the you know, pictures of him. He's probably a better human than he was a president because you see him out there building houses. He was very sure. involved in Habitat for Humanity yes. and all of that. So it's just so sad to see that. Yeah. And similarly, last night we were watching that Mash Singer oh. show. If anybody's seen this on Fox where they get the celebrities in the the costumes and you got to guess who it is singing. Mm -hmm. And uh, sure enough, it's Dick Van Dyke under there. Now, I know this was a couple of days ago. We're just behind. But I'll tell you what. He comes out. The the man is 97. And he's out there dancing and singing When You're Smiling. And then he starts singing a Mary Poppins song to Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I'm crying. I lost it. I lost it. Even, uh, you know, Jenny McCarthy and all these uh, bimbos up there with the Botox. They're all... They've, they've got the tear just falling, even though their face is not moving. Because yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, this is this man is more than a legend. I mean, he's he's, he was a, he's cracking a na- jokes. He's he a national dancing.
1: treasure. Oh my, he really is a national. treasure. The guy treasure. is like Mount
0: Rushmore. We should dedicate Dick Van Dyke as a national treasure. I mean, I, he's just a delight.
1: I, I I became overcome with emotion, and yeah. I, maybe it was the travel, and I was tired, or I don't no, know what it, it was, was. But a, it was a beautiful was, thing. I was a little bit hysterical when he started singing "Super Califragilistic If you did not see it, you have to go on YouTube. Yeah, listen, the show is absolutely worth. The
0: show is pretty dumb, but you go and see that and it will oh. just warm your heart because he is just a wonderful man. Yeah, And you think about all these people that are in their 90s that are still around. We're so lucky to still have them. It's just a, yeah. it's kind of a sad thing to think that, you know, when they're sure. gone, that's it. You know, yeah. yeah, it's a
1: generation that's gone.
0: They'll that's never be sure. the same. Now, meanwhile, I open up the news just to see what's going on because i just been, I'm waiting for that moment because I'm sad <laughs> to read about uh, Mr. Carter. Oh, sure. And <laughs> the top headline I'd see this morning, George Santos tells new lies in an interview about his old <laughs> lies. <laughs> What is with this friggin' guy? I That's mean, journalism
1: honest, at its finest. Though it's a good headline.
0: I mean, he needs to go away, does it, or give him a talk show or something? He'd probably be good at. But a talk he should show. not be serving in government. <laughs> he's telling new lies about his old lies. That's just <laughs> he's awful. To cover it up. That's just he's awful. Cover
1: it up. You know the makeup wasn't doing.
0: it. I mean, if he was an idiot, that'd be one thing. But he's lying on national television. It's just awful. <laughs> and it's not like you know one side is saying this guy's a liar because I know they all do that. Oh sure. It's like he's. A, I was born in. I don't know Long Island, and then they've got a birth certificate that says you're born in L A. What are you? Why are you lying about this? You know, it just started with an L, <sighs> and then you get <laughs> fine Americans like Dick Van Dyke, yeah. and it just breaks yes, your heart. it's true. Time now for hashtag Mom. God fashion. We do this every morning, right around this time, seven twenty and nine twenty. We hear from moms. You get a lot going on every single day, and we share them here just like this.
1: At Lottie underscore pop said, my seven-year-old granddaughter just started cheering and I joined in. I have no idea what we're cheering for, but I'm liking the positivity.
0: Woot, woot, hump day.
1: <laughs> John Hansel said, reading a book, reading a kid's book in a funny voice that entertains them and annoys your spouse is the holy grail of parenting. Absolutely. And at Not Another Pinterest mom said, my toddler prefers to brush his teeth in the nude. No one prepared me for these moments. <laughs>
0: you brush your teeth naked every day, don't you? I do. Is that, I just, I don't want to deb- get anything on my shirt. <laughs> we have separate bathrooms, and I find out there's all there's all sorts of things happening around the house where Shell's naked. What kind of an Airbnb <laughs> review would she get if people knew she was prancing around naked, brushing her teeth and vacuuming? Well, listen. I'm sure there are plenty of people pay good money to see that, as a matter of fact, but... <laughs> I want to say thank you again to our friend Uncle Ross Britton, who is Ross and Wilson minus Wilson filling in for us. <laughs> Although Wilson would like to come back, we said no. But uh, <laughs> well, that's a different story for a different time. <laughs> thank you. No, seriously, thank you, Ross, for covering. He's yes. radio royalty, so it's always good to have him uh, in here. And thank you for staying in touch with us. We try to keep our Facebook updated while we're taking a long holiday weekend or traveling. Or this wasn't really a vacation. We were going to see a show that, well, that Lola was in. with uh, yes. the kids. But so we're doing the parent duties really. But mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it was kind of a vacation because. Up,
1: yeah.
0: Get this at least sleep in a little bit. But thanks for staying <laughs> in touch with us here and also keeping up to date with the podcast. We always got that going for you. All episodes streaming on demand at 1071theboss.com one or wherever you get yours and we are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Thanks for finding us or right yes. there on the Boss website. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories thought you needed to know. Be in the know, number five to number one. We start at number five, and the president made a speech last week. I got a clip of it if you missed this. And we're, we now have the name of one of the hobby clubs that may have caused an international incident with the Chinese spy balloon.
1: Oh, yeah? So
0: you know what he's saying? now. Uh, one of them was a spy balloon. Uh-huh. The other ones were not spy balloons. They were weather balloons, enthusiasts putting balloons up in the air. Anyway, one of the uh, hobby clubs is based out of Illinois. Okay. I know, this is strange. They're the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. <laughs> they launch these balloons and then track them as they float around the world as a way to monitor the terrain Okay. and check the weather.
1: It's very interesting.
0: I feel like there ought to be more laws regulating this, what's in the airspace.
1: Well, there probably will be now since these are popping up all over the place. I mean,
0: you would have thought it'd be drones that'd be upsetting people. It's balloons. There's people that are putting balloons up in the air like (laughs) grew from the Minions movie. It's a weird
1: thing. They didn't even know it was a thing. We
0: don't yet know exactly what these three objects were, but nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program Or that there were surveillance vehicles from other any other country. Yeah, now we know one of them at least was from a hobby club in Illinois. Very strange. I don't like it, man. My day we had a kite. (laughs) This is before electricity, so we just hope we didn't get electrocuted. We didn't even know what that. We didn't know what electrocution was, man. (laughs) Me and Ben Franklin discovered it together because I'm old. Oh
1: no, it's a bunch
0: of malarkey. It's a bunch of malarkey. Congrats for almost starting World War III, hobby club number four, Santa Cruz, California. People uncomfortable. There's a man who's been walking around town, the little shopping district there, dressed as Cookie Monster from Sesame Street. I am not making this up. He's walking around and harassing people. This is according oh, to local wow. authorities. Witnesses claim that he's creepy and has been making especially children and elderly feel uncomfortable. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's for That's good enough for me.
0: No word on who this guy is or whether he's been asked to stop by police.
1: Why is he making people uncomfortable? He must be doing something more than just walking around as Cookie Monster. I
0: mean, listen, if you're in the bookstore and you're poking around at the newspapers and you're thinking you're going to grab <laughs> yourself a coffee, and you come around a turn around one of the aisles and there's a guy dressed like Cookie Monster. I, do,
1: I don't know that it would make. Make me uncomfortable. It would. <laughs> cookie, it would make me laugh.
0: I'm like, get the hell away from me! I, yeah?
1: I, I hear you, but I would just want to know what he's doing. Is he is he handing cookies out to people? No. or he's just...
0: uh, harassing people.
1: Okay, is this singing in their face? Or I think something? he's just
0: getting in people's personal space and they're freaking okay. out because if you're not expecting it, a guy in a cookie monster suit it's a little disarming.
1: Well, I'm just wondering because I have my dino suit that I'd like to wear <laughs> out, and I've yet oh, I see. to do you're this. You're gauging
0: how weird this would be.
1: Yeah, so I'm just wondering if. Is it, am I going to get, like, complaints if I wear this down to the boardwalk or something <laughs> yeah. in my dino suit? But I'm not going to hurt anybody. I just want to walk around I think if you're just it.
0: walking, you're fine. This guy is coming up to people. Or it could okay. be a woman yeah. coming up to people getting in their zone, you know? Okay. So well, don't get in people's zone. Hopefully not in their zone. Got it. But- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, hey.
1: stop it. Know? Stop Remember, it. Come to think
0: of it, Van Dusen sounds a little bit like the Cookie Monster, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah,
1: they get a the same bit.
0: voice a little bit. <laughs> all right, that's all I got on that. Number three. If you're excited about the upcoming sequel, do I know what you did last summer? By the way, the original came out 24 years ago. That's crazy. Sarah Michelle Gellar is not returning. She says because she has no head. <laughs> Remember, they cut her head off in the last one. So she uh-huh. says, I'm so dead. I have dead. no head. I can't be in the movie. I gotcha. That's a Hollywood lingo for they were not willing to pay me enough. And right. I'm under the illusion that I'm a big enough star. I don't have to do this exactly. dumb thing. Exactly. But the, probably not the case.
1: Probably not. Because
0: her husband, Freddie Prince Jr., is in those. He's not even in the Hallmark Christmas movies. He's on like <laughs> the Up Feel Good channel. You know, channel 784 on this cable. That's true. Doing Christmas movies. Uh-huh. Sad that I know that, but true. <laughs> bonus, bonus story for you. Kansas City Chief George Karlaftis. On the celebrity hotline with us today, Super Bowl champion Travis Kelsey. He's on Saturday Night Live. He'll mm. be hosting the March 4th episode. We just got word of that. Yes, what happens? You call Lauren Michaels, you call up Robbie Britt. you got to go through one of us if you yeah, want to be a real... You're not really a football star. Absolutely. you got to be on uh, Saturday Night Live, Robbie and Rochelle, yeah. maybe the box of Wheaties. That's
1: what you got to do. You
0: do all of that, then maybe you get your deal with Nike, <laughs> sell some sneakers. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's it. Jenna
0: Ortega will be hosting the March 11th episode. If you don't know her, I know you've seen her face when you open yeah. up to Netflix. She's Wednesday, Wednesday. Adams yes. from that big hit Wednesday show. People seem to love that show.
1: It was a very good show. I thought it was, it was fine.
0: It was i got to be honest with you. I'd rather watch a rerun for free of the original <laughs> Adams Family.
1: It is definitely a new age show, but it was very cute. I liked it. She
0: better get herself another gig pretty soon because you're going to get typecast if she doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Well,
1: she looks like Wednesday Adams, so I yeah, don't know they, what else. She, she doesn't look like it yes, in real life. Yes, she does. Have you seen her in I'm real sure life? I'm sure she
0: actually smiles and blinks is when she's really. a person. No, no. <laughs> they don't have makeup on her making her look pale? It's just what she looks That's like? That's what she looks like. Honey, you need to go do some tannin, Okay. <laughs> There's plenty of places right up and down Route 35. Go get yourself a little uh, GTL, all right? A little bit. Number two, here's a study out of the University of Toronto that's found drinking more than one cup of coffee a day could be bad for your health or Mm. even fatal in certain cases. Interesting. At least over time. They found about half of us have a gene that helps us metabolize caffeine quickly. This is just another thing I have to worry about now, drinking an extra cup of coffee. That's very scary. I'm not the only person in the world gets up early. We need to drink coffee or tea or something to wake up in the morning.
1: No, that's only one study because I've read other studies that it's actually really good for you it's good for your metabolism it speeds things up so yeah. maybe just don't listen to that one study
0: university go. of toronto friggin canadians okay yeah
1: i mean what are what they supposed to be
0: so nice and what are they doing they're stressing me out right <laughs> with their bagels and their maple leaves and their hockey players
1: they're not going to be very nice if they go through a caffeine withdrawal
0: yeah exactly <laughs> right let's put on some celine Dion. calm down okay <laughs> bonus story researchers at the university of cincinnati this is a bonus bonus story working on a new app that uses ai artificial intelligence to tell you if a first date is going well there's just a flood of ai stories coming out lately yeah. like that chat gpt thing what yes. is it called chat gpt Yeah. it's so strange now that we've got these things they can copy celebrity voices you know if you speak into it enough it can mimic your voice it's make creepy. you say something you didn't really say it's very creepy or if you want to do you know, want a british guy you tell him i would like a piece of bread the thing does it it's yeah, just it crazy. Says it for you. well this app apparently listens to the conversation and based on algorithms it's been taught on human interaction i'm not exaggerating no i hear you it can tell you whether or not the two of you are compatible
1: well that could have been useful like 10 years ago but (laughs) i don't mean the two of us i know i'm just saying what am i going to do with that now
0: (laughs) the two of you are going home alone
1: yeah i don't i don't want to know about it now if they heard our conversations now they'd be like really you'll
0: be watching star trek (laughs) better pick up some vaseline
1: (laughs) Or what? <laughs> never mind. never now by, mind. By
0: the way, I'm joking, but the AI doesn't sound like that at all. You swear it's a real it person. It does. We were listening to some podcast or something, and you're like, who is this guy? I'm like, that's the computer. That's
1: crazy. That's the AI. It's oh very, my God. very scary. I'll
0: be back. <laughs> Number one, in a new survey on outdated things, 16% <laughs> of adults say they have never used a physical roadmap. map. You yeah, know, like a Rand McNally? Oh, sure. You remember you used to go down to like the AAA and you tell them, I want to drive from Newark to mm-hmm. Albuquerque? And they get out like this pink they marker jaw. and they give you the, yeah, you or are the, you go and buy the, the, at the bookstore store, they'd have the book where they give you every state and the best highways and all that. You'd get
1: the like? highlighter out and you'd have to put sure. the highlight. And I remember when I first started driving, I'd have to write on the map. I would write on there the big landmarks because I drive by landmark, not really by names of roads or sure. left or right or east or west. So I'd type out landmarks, write out landmarks on the map and that's how I'd get from place to place. My grandpa
0: had a book. He gave it to me when I started driving and put it in the backseat of the car. and It was yeah. just a little map of every city and town in yeah. the region. And he's like, here you go. If you get lost, turn left. You I don't think-,
1: I- I think the kids would have no idea. I mean, they would say that's a map because they've seen it on a screen. Sure, but they would have no idea how to get anywhere on a regular map.
0: Sure, if it's upside down, they'd be screwed. Right, eleven <laughs> percent of people have never used a phone book. I'm sure that number is uh, going to only keep growing. Yeah, that's true. Listen to this: sixty nine percent of adults say they have never sent a telegram. I've never sent a telegram. Never gone down a Western Union or anything. does Western Union still do telegrams?
1: Oh, uh, I, I was trying to think because I've been to other countries and so if you I've sent something, but not through telegram. So I mean, why would yeah. you send
0: telegram when you can call or email or text well, I'd or like whatever? Sent
1: out Postcards before postcards when I was a vacation, on a telegram, but yeah, it's not a telegram. Five
0: percent a... of people say they still regularly send telegrams.
1: Interesting.
0: I say so. Welcome here from the Great American West. Well,
1: you still have to be able to do it somewhere, then. So Western Union probably is the place you go.
0: Batman Graham Bell says the telephone's going to be a real gas. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sending telegrams. How do
1: you know if you got a telegram? Do they call you or <laughs> no, do no, they, they bring it I to think you? I they
0: think they bring it to you.
1: I don't even understand how it works.
0: Uh, the only thing I can see using this for is if you're trying to serve somebody with papers because right. there's a lawsuit or a divorce <laughs> going on.
1: Through a telegram? Sure.
0: <laughs> Hello, Val from Western Union. I understand your marriage has failed. Have a nice day, sir. I mean, <laughs> 5% of people going Perfect. down to Western Union. Perfect. Wednesday World <laughs> Famous Celebrity Birthday File, Tom Higginson... He's 44 today. Was that the boyfriend of Taylor Swift? Is that who that is? I think so. Or is that so. Hiddleston? Higgiston? I think
1: that's Hiddleston, yeah.
0: All right. Well, who cares? Drew Barrymore, she's 48 today. James Blunt, he's the guy that sings the song, Yeah, beautiful. Remember that guy? <laughs> yes. 49. Rachel Dratch, very funny lady from Saturday Night Live. Speaking of SNL, 57. John Ashton, Sergeant Taggart from all the Beverly Hills Cop movies. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's coming back for the new one they're working oh, on. Oh, yeah, I don't he's know. He's 75 today. Today, believe it or not, is George Washington's birthday, even though we celebrate President's Day Monday. Today is his calendar birthday. He was born this date of 1732. Wow. Holy God! by George. Also, the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin was born this day of 1962. Mm. He got eaten by a crocodile, right? Didn't that what happened? I think so. <laughs> or he was stung by he a was, stingray or something is that, ridiculous. Yeah,
1: Steve Ir- yeah, he was stung by a stingray. <laughs> I terrible. think he faked
0: his death, I gotta tell you.
1: No, he didn't. It just seems
0: so extreme. I feel like people are looking for Elvis. I feel like the crocodile hunter is the one of
1: It Come on. It just
0: seems like it can't possibly be real. It,
1: well, it was a freak accident. That's what they said it was. I, I guess mean, so. That's, that's well, today's scary. National
0: Margarita Day, and as you can tell, I've been drinking well, ah. already.
1: Ah, <laughs> is that what's in your cup?
0: And some crushed up Percocet, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it makes sense now why I say the things I say. Hmm. <laughs> birthday. George Washington, the father of our country.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's March, yeah, 22nd.
0: But uh, <laughs> Monday was the holiday, so it's kind of a tr- Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, listen, I'm
2: old enough to remember when you had off on Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday. Well, let's bring on that February back. 12th yeah. and then February 22nd, they didn't have President's Day. Let's bring that back and yeah. let's uh, you
0: okay, know get let's, two
1: days off instead of. Let's one. throw
0: in the Super Bowl Monday. Get the day after the game off. Mm-hmm. And what else can we Maybe think? Maybe just of every
1: here? Monday should be a know,
0: Arbor Day. Let's do them all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: let's do them all. Yeah, that was uh, I, I. I vividly remember that. I, I, I only because you know my father was such a curmudgeon. Sometimes you know, <laughs> and he anything that was new he didn't like. Oh, I would I would have uh,
0: loved the senior Mister Nolan. I would have loved it. Yeah,
2: him. and uh, and he uh, he. <laughs> I remember when they had why do uh, people need Monday off? We don't need long weekends. Like, What's wrong with you? Uh, would have loved the wow. man. He and I would have been very familiar. He and
0: I would have been drinking,
2: buddy. No, <laughs> oh, you know what? No, that's one thing he didn't want to do. Oh, I see. Oh, uh, he when he went when he yeah he
0: God bless him. I uh, grind he up some Percocet, him, put that in his drink, he'd be fine. He'd be nice and relaxed. <laughs> Jeez, I can't even imagine. <laughs> It's he said. Why yes, she said. With Robbie and Rochelle, we were talking earlier about the review that Rochelle <laughs> left for the Airbnb <laughs> that we had over this uh, holiday weekend. We we're doing a little traveling now. Just to be fair, you did not use an expletive or anything even of close, anything even close to that. But no. it did get me thinking: is there uh, an insult? Is there something harsh you could say mm-hmm. without using a swear word? <laughs> And without saying something coarse, you know. So, obviously, sure. we're staying away from the four-letter words, the F word, the S word. Yeah. But also, we don't want to say sucks or...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, idiot, jerk, those kind of... If you're staying away from those kind of harsh words and mm-hmm. versus swear words, mm-hmm. what is a great insult?
1: Oh, bless your heart.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't she pretty? <laughs> She's so pretty. I hope you have the day you deserve. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's right on the line. Right on the line of harsh...
1: Yeah. I don't like you enough to care.
0: <laughs> you know what I like? Listen, not for nothing. Not or, for nothing, Or yes. what do I know? hmm <laughs> I say that all the time. Listen, but what do I know? And then you tell people exactly what you know and about how they don't know what they're talking about.
1: You've got a great face for radio. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, a,
0: that's a little hurtful.
1: Well, <laughs> you're becoming impossible to underestimate.
0: That's. <laughs> <I just, laughs> Strategery. <laughs> Strategery. It's an insult. <laughs> yes, that doesn't use a, a curse word, a swear word, a coarse word, mm-hmm. but it stings just the same. The sticks and stones may break my bones, kind of business here. This is if you're leaving an Airbnb review, <laughs> <laughs> and you'd like it to be strongly worded without yeah. coming across as uh, harsh or mm-hmm. you know or uh, confrontational, but you still want to get the point across that you're not a happy camper. So this makes sense. Insult that doesn't use one of those. Uh, You know, there's swear words. You wouldn't have to bleep this. No one would be offended by this. But it's forceful nonetheless. All right, here's the deal. 732-774-4444. That's uh, how you contact the boss. I got all the lines open right now. Boss Text Connect, very same number. It'll pop up as a text message if that's easier. Hands free, please. 774-4444. Or you can go on Facebook. Thank you for listening. Just underway with this morning's he said. She said. Is there an insult that does not need a swear word? Or a curse word, or a curse word. Yeah, a course word. I should sure. You know, so you can say something harsh, pointed. Yeah. Without swearing, without being vulgar. Mm-hmm. Anything come to mind? Jacob said, "You're about as useful as a lace parachute." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buy a dime for every time I've heard that. Yeah. Sue
1: said, "My brother once told me you're the reason shampoo bottles
0: come with instructions." <laughs> It's true sometimes you do. You look at a bottle or something, and yeah. you see a sign. Yeah. It says, you know, dander this establishment, you must be wearing pants. Mm-hmm. And you know... That this was precipitated by some fool that did not know you needed to wear pants to come in the restaurant or did not know how it is you rub shampoo into your hair. Speaking
1: yeah. of the TSA and you were making a big stink, there was a sign in front of the, <laughs> the conveyor belt that said, do not place the ba- your baby on the conveyor belt. <laughs> I mean, that means somebody did that. This poor baby thing.
0: Ah.
1: <laughs> Getting an MRI at the airport. Wow. Text from 3212 said, you're not pretty enough to be that stupid. <laughs>
0: Well, see, now that's... That that's my, mean. That goes into mean.
1: That's insulting everything about you. Gotta you got to walk that's right up to that mean. line.
0: Now, we've kind of touched on these before, but I think there are some that are specific to the work environment. You yeah. don't have to be even in the office. But if you get a note or someone text, or even says it to you, verbalizes it when they go, per my last... That's the worst. That's per my last memo an or an my last email. Yeah, I mean, that's... That, yes. What you're saying is, listen, you stupid ass. Yeah. I told you to do that. Yes. Such an insult. I, I start typing that out sometimes and I go, No, I'm not gonna be that guy.
1: Have you ever typed that in an email? I'm
0: sure I have. Yeah. Okay. But I, I try to catch myself doing that because, you know, I don't respond well to it and I wouldn't no, want I wouldn't no, want no. someone else to hear that from me. Sure. But there are certain times where you say to yourself, How after the fourth time <laughs> are you not aware of this?
1: I think it's still better to get per my last email than you get the email with the attached thread and then just see highlighted parts. <laughs> meaning, like, oh, I definitely
0: missed it. Well, the worst part for me is that <laughs> the highlight never shows. I'm like, I, there's no highlight. I don't see it. Where's the highlight? <laughs> can't read. Do I have to have Word to open? Do I have Excel on my phone? I don't understand. Oh, that's the hardest part for me. I can't. I'm trying to zoom in on the phone. I can't. I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I, was, I was thinking. I went. Uh, I, I wanted to play golf at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through this phase where I was going to be athletic, right? And so sure. I tried golf first, and I thought, you know, not only would it be good exercise, but this is a good way to socialize with people. Yeah. Sometimes it's a good networking opportunity. Absolutely. Right? And, and I've worked for people where they go, well, what do you say uh, we go hit some golf balls? right?" They're like the uh, they're like Ted Baxter from Caddyshack, you know? <laughs> what do you say uh, we get <laughs> a caddy type. and we head on out? Yeah. Yes. And I took some because I was so bad, and people were like, well, you, you can't take 16 shots in a hole. We don't want to play with you. And I was like, before I invite anybody... You know, be on my buddies. Absolutely. Maybe I should take a look, go down to the... Uh, figure out what you're doing there. What do they call it? The hitting range? What do they call it? What's <laughs> the, driving it? the driving range. The driving range, right. <laughs> I figure it out there, and I hired a guy for an hour. it's like 40 bucks. This is a long time ago. Yeah. He me, and he said about, I don't know, 20 minutes in, this is probably not for you. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is probably not for you. What he meant to say was, you stink, and you have no business doing anything with a golf club.
1: Golf is one of those sports, because I did play golf for a long time, yeah. and you... You're very tall, so I think if you're going to play golf, you'd have to have custom-made clubs. You there's some some the
0: the clubs were not the problem. Okay, (laughs) I was I was the problem. I tried tennis after that, that didn't work for me. how about long range running? Yeah, (laughs) solo sport. Maybe Danny Zuko it for you. That could be cool. Oh my God! It's me, John Travolta. What am I doing here? <laughs> Didn't expect this, did you? <laughs> my family's all dead.
1: Oh what's, my God! What's an insult! What's wrong with you? That
0: does not use a swear word. There's one.
1: That's just, awful. Just do
0: a John Travolta impression. You nail him, right?
1: That's horrible. It's an
0: insult doesn't use a swear word. We'll grab a couple more. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Sandy We're discussing uh, the review that Rochelle left for Airbnb. <laughs> We I did not
1: insult anything.
0: No, you didn't. But the idea not was, really. is there something you can say that is uh, firm that makes your point? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little intense. It's uh, mm-hmm. It definitely gets uh, your thought across. But yeah. it's certainly not an insult. There's no swear word. There's nothing coarse. There's nothing vulgar about what you're saying. But yet, it definitely puts the other person exactly where you'd like them to be.
1: Kenny said, you're a real piece of work. <laughs> I like that. I've been told that before. <laughs> you're a real piece of work. Text from 0772 said, my friend told someone he hated, you're more repulsive than a cigarette butt solo cup.
0: I thought that cut pretty deep. You see, that is, uh, again, I think that crosses the line into a little too harsh. What do you think? I mean, which, which, which the subtlety of these things, the, uh, the word guess. play, is what makes them so yeah. much fun. You know?
1: Well, it's insulting without using a swear word, though. That's basically what you asked for. Yeah, that's true. Paul said, hey, when I die, can you carry me to my grave so you can let me down one last time? <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs>
0: This is not really Funny, an expression per se, but it's a, a story that I remember hearing about an older guy, kind of cantankerous, uh, worked with my dad. He said, listen, uh, when I die, I don't care. You can throw me in the river. And everyone went, well, you kill the fish.
2: <laughs> That's a pretty good. <laughs> That's
0: pretty good. That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. I line, too. Good morning, Robbie. Welcome back. Oh, thank you, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. You got an answer, I bet. Yes, I do. Calling someone that you don't like a Richard Cranium. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that'll do the trick. Yeah. That'll definitely do it. Hey, you know what? You're a hanging weenus. How about that? There you go. It's a little flap of skin in your elbow. That's true. And so you can't cool. help but say it without pulling on the flap of skin in your elbow. It's a weenus. That's right. So you can go to Facebook today <laughs> if you get some time at work. I'm sure if you spend a few minutes with those people, even if it's just over the, yeah. <laughs> over the Zoom, mm-hmm. you might have one. Or you can also, uh, Boss, text connect us anytime, 732-774-4444, 732-774-4444, or Facebook at 1071 Boss. It's an insult that does not use curse words, swear words, nothing vulgar, but boy, does it get your point across. These were fun today. Your he said... She Said. Thanks for uh, you know calling in. Feel so bad I made everybody sit through all of that because nobody cared about any of that. So I apologize. True, but. and you should. I know. Is there an insult? <laughs> <laughs> is there an insult that doesn't use a swear word? That was our he says. She said this morning. I Got another phone call. Said they got to get through on this. You
2: have rectomosis. That what? means you
0: have your head up your ass. I <laughs> like <laughs> uh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's that might right from Seabite. So I thought you guys like to hear that one. That, that might take the cake. Thank you for calling. Yes, you have a good day.